Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. This is your host, Stu Jenkins, only at KNews FM 98.5. And we are talking with Ben Heilig, who is a private uh, lender with HCSEquity.com, located in Carmel Valley, California, about the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association and the death tax on family property that's uh, going to be on your ballot November 5th, 2024. Ben, one of the, one of the things I noticed about this uh, Howard Jarvis initiative is how short it was. Yeah. And and can you talk a little bit about uh, what it actually does? Yeah, so Prop 19 had a couple of different layers. Um, which we touched on earlier. And what Howard Jarvis is really looking to do is take one of those layers specifically that relates to the parent-child and grandparent-grandchild exclusions from reassessment and uh, repeal those and reinstate them back to what they were under their previous titles, Prop 58 and Prop 193. So they're not looking to repeal the entire Prop 19 initiative. There were some benefits to other aspects of it, but there were some, you know, some oversight when they took away all the powers that we had under Prop 58 and 193 that they'd like to bring back. And I think for our listeners, uh, Prop 58 and 193 made it so you could pass on your Prop 13 assessment to your kids. Uh, Isn't that right? That's correct. And so with no value limit on your primary residence, you had up to a million dollars of assessed value for additional property. And, and uh, you talked about passing it on to your grandchildren. Um, there's some special rules under Prop 58 and 193, weren't there? Correct. So the grandparent-to-grandchild exclusion, and this is going to sound probably a little bit, yep, this will be a brain teaser, The grandparent-to-grandchild exclusion applies when the parent of the grandchild has passed away. So that middle generation, if they've passed away, um, you can then transfer property skipping that generation. That's when it only applies. If a a parent just wants to disinherit a, a, a child who's gone off the rails but leave those assets, those property assets, to the grandchild they're not going to be able to take advantage of the Prop 58 provisions that would let that grandchild hold on to the uh, tax assessment, right? Correct. That's my understanding of the way the law is written. Okay. And it, and it does sound kind of cruel, really. I mean, uh, the, the uh, grandchild's parent has to die in order to get the benefits. And uh, so... Let's not motivate any grandchildren to take out their parents. <laughs> anyway, the 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 one thing that Prop 19 had things hidden in it, whereas this uh, new proposition that's put out by the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association actually is quite well, quite limited. When I look at it, can you talk about how that affects whether people make a decision on it? Absolutely. I think the important thing to consider is that when Prop 19 went into effect, we had a a short window of time where estate planning professionals like yourself um, came up with a lot of creative ways to help folks kind of sidestep the 
impact that PrEP 19 was going to have. So there was a mad dash of a lot of folks to distribute assets, whether it was into LLCs, whether it was into subtrust. There were a lot of things done in order to kind of get a jump on this. Which makes life uh, really complex for people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And a lot of this cannot be undone. So different entities that were structured, transfers that were made, it's, it's put people in a whole different situation that, you know, that we could go off the rails and talk about for hours, I'm sure. But what this initiative is really striving to do is to bring back what the voting public had put in place back in 1986 with Prop 58 with the broader exclusion from reassessment for primary residents and additional properties. So that's really all they're looking to do is to, you know, undo what was negatively, what negatively impacted California voters with Prop 19 going into effect with limiting their ability to transfer property from generation to generation. Uh, this initiative stands to bring that back to the way that it was, the way that the voting public, when they had a clear, concise initiative that they voted on, they had a 75% pass rate back in 1986 for this. Um, and so, you know, they narrowly, Prop 19 narrowly went into effect with a 5149 uh, vote. So, I think if the voting public had read further down and realized what they were uh, voting on, this never would have passed in the first place. But this is giving it a chance for the voting public to vote specifically on this initiative, the parent-child exclusion and, and grandparent-grandchild exclusion. And, and there's nothing else in it, which strikes me as much different from some of the other initiatives we see where it's uh, 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 at the very beginning, there's like a candy store of wonderful benefits, but you read on down. Well, let's see, we had some propositions about uh, online gambling uh, last year or last election, and it was supposedly going to end homelessness at the beginning. It was going to uh, provide for fire safety and money for uh, disasters, but then you got farther down into it and it was so loose uh, that uh, kids, uh, six-year-old kids could be uh, grabbing their parents' phone and doing online gambling. Um, this, this is a very tight initiative. Um, that, so one of, the, one of the other things, Ben, that uh, I, I thought we should talk a little bit about was uh, the way Prop 19 had a grace period, essentially. It, it was adopted... In, in November of 2020, but didn't go into effect until the 16th day of uh, February in 2021, 2021. which yeah. is, I think, why you saw so many uh, lawyers and uh, property owners uh, trying to structure uh, things so that they could give their children property before it went into effect or put it into LLCs and so forth to, well, frankly, hide it from Correct. the government. Um, and, and one of the things I notice in uh, this uh, protection against death tax on family property is it has, it has a kind of a similar grace period going forward. It's, it's not necessarily going to apply to... Um, transfers that have happened 
between the 16th of February 2021 and um, the beginning of 2024, is it? Well, they, they make mention to um, some retroactive relief for folks who were impacted by this. Right. And I don't know to the extent of how that is going to work. I think if somebody were reassessed under this, they would have the ability to go back to the assessor and say, you know, we were impacted by Prop 19, our property was reassessed, the law has now changed, and they will submit paperwork for the exclusion, and they may be granted an exclusion um, if this new initiative passes. And I, I think, I think when, I, when I read it, I, I, I have a similar... Um interpretation there are going to be hoops people have to jump through to take advantage of the rollback on assessments uh, but I don't think they're going to get refunded any money that was going to be my next point I think for those folks impacted by this they may get some tax relief going forward it's still unclear if it's going to provide them any retroactive relief from the taxes that they paid yeah. it's still an enormous win to get your property taxes rolled back going forward. Oh, yes. Um, and it may just be a function of the voting public and, um, you know, the long-term benefit of having that rollback is going to well outweigh, you know, God forbid all those folks who sold their properties with no other option um, and no ability to pay the increased property taxes. They can't get those properties back. So they've no. lost out on any future benefit. Well, hopefully they can put the money into something else. Well, we're coming up on another hard break, folks. We're going to have some very important ads that you're going to want to listen to. I, uh, I bet one of them's mine. But in any case, I hope you'll stay tuned. After this break, we're going to come back and chat some more with Ben Heilig about the death tax on family property initiative that's coming up on the 5th of November, 2024. Stay tuned to Slow County Public Policy and the Law right after this break. <laughs> 